Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 24, and this is God's Big Story. Season 2! Ha ha! It's a story. It's big! Never boring. No way! For his glory. Always! It's God's Big Story. So welcome back boys and girls, we are glad you're here, and actually today is a very special day. In fact, we haven't had a day like this one since all the way back on day 40 of season 1. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. Okay, so what happened on day 40 of season 1, Dave? Well, day 40 was the first time ever that Gary appeared on the podcast, and, well, that was the last time that someone new joined the team. Oh, wow. Yeah, so today is special. That's really exciting, huh, Colin? Oh, yeah, it sure is, Marv. It is great to be here. Oh, oh, Colin, you know, well, I kind of thought we'd have a new jingle for you before you came on. Oh, we sure do, Dave, yeah. Or you might say we didgeridoo, Dave. Yeah, you just hit that orange button right there. Wow. So, yep, Colin, you're an Australian orange crow. Yeah, also known as an orange Australian crow, Dave. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. You can swap those two around whenever you like. Okay, great. Although, I don't think I've heard of an Australian orange crow before. Oh, yeah, we're we're kind of a national secret, Dave. Like, you know, if you ask an Australian, hey there, Aussie, 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 do you have orange crows where you're from? They'll probably say no. There's no such thing. But, well, here I am, Dave. I am a crow. I am orange. And you can tell by my completely authentic Australian accent that I am definitely from Australia. Hmm, okay. Because, you know, some people have said that all of us on the podcast kind of sound the same. Sounds like, you know, it's one guy just putting on a bunch of voices. Oh, no way, Dave. Yeah, you can tell I'm really Australian because I'll say stuff that only a true Australian would say. Like, if something's great, I'll say bonza. Or if you or Marv do something silly, I'll say, ah, oh, cut it out, you great galah. See, very clearly Australian, Dave. Okay, Colin. Well, we're very glad you're here. You're very welcome. Now, do you have an interesting fact? No, oh, of course, Dave. Yeah, that's why I'm here, you great galah. <laughs> here we go. So, last week, Marvin finished his set with a cow fact, so I thought I'd start mine with a crow fact. Okay, sounds good. So, in Japan, crows learn to use traffic lights to crack nuts open. Yeah, so they'd wait for a red light, they'd fly down, they'd put the nuts in front of the cars, and then they'd fly away when the light turned green. Then they'd wait for the light to turn red again to go back and get the nuts. It's pretty clever, huh? Well, yeah, that is. That is a very interesting fact, Colin. Yeah, no worries, mate. Yeah, it's great to be on board. Uh, I'll see you guys next Thursday. Yeah, thanks, Colin. Okay, Marv. So, for us, well, we'd better get back to Galatians. And today we've reached Chapter 5. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so yesterday we were talking about how we are children of promise, huh? Not children of the law. 
Yep, that's right. We've spent a few days talking about how the law can't save us and how the law was useful, but now we have the Holy Spirit. Yeah, sure. So today Paul loops back to where we started, talking about circumcision. Should the Galatian Gentiles get circumcised? Huh, well, it would seem like the answer would be no, Dave, huh? Yeah, it would seem that's the way it's going, right? Faith saves, the law doesn't. We're saved by what Jesus did, not by what we do. Yeah, I got it. Now, in the reading today, Paul starts talking about dough. Dough? Like bread dough, Dave? Yep, so here's what I want you to listen for. What does Paul say that you put in the dough? And it works its way through the whole batch. Oh, okay, got it. So, well, who's reading today? Is it Nick or Rose? Today, it's Rose. Okay, great. Hi, Rose. Hey, Marvin. Good to be back. Great to see you. Today, our reading is Galatians 5, 2 to 12. Here is what I, Paul, say to you. Don't let yourselves be circumcised. If you do, Christ won't be of any value to you. I say it again. Every man who lets himself be circumcised must obey the whole law. Some of you are trying to be made right with God by obeying the law. You have been separated from Christ. You have fallen away from God's grace. But we expect to be made completely holy because of our faith in Christ. Through the Holy Spirit we wait in hope. Circumcision and uncircumcision aren't worth anything to those who believe in Christ Jesus. The only thing that really counts is faith that shows itself through love. You are running a good race. Who cut in on you and kept you from obeying the truth? The one who chose you does not keep you from obeying the truth. You should know that just a little yeast works its way through the whole batch of dough. The Lord makes me certain that you will not think in any other way. The one who has gotten you all mixed up will pay the price. It doesn't matter who that may be. Brothers and sisters, I am not still preaching that people must be circumcised. If I were, why am I still being opposed? If that were what I preach, then the cross wouldn't upset anyone. So then, what about troublemakers who try to get others to be circumcised? I wish they would go the whole way. I wish they would cut off everything that marks them as men. Thanks, Rose. So, did you get the answer, Marv? Oh, I did, Dave. Yeah, it was yeast. Yeah, Paul said you put a little bit of yeast in the dough and it works its way through the whole batch. So, Dave, why was he talking about baking? Well, he wasn't really, Marvin. But Paul was saying, look, you might not think this is a big deal. What does it matter if a few people get circumcised? But Paul says it is a big deal. Because if you start changing the gospel even a little bit, if you start to rely on what you do just a tiny bit to make yourself right with God, well, that idea spreads like yeast spreads out through dough. And soon you forget the truth that Christ saves by his work alone. That can't be allowed. So that's why Paul is so firm. Do not get circumcised, because if you do, he says, you might as well forget about Jesus and go back to trying to follow all the Jewish laws. And, well, we know how well that works, huh? Oh, yeah, you can't do it, Dave. Yep, that's it. Okay, so, Dave, it was a bit right at the end where Paul said something like he hoped they would cut off everything that marked them as men? Well, what does that mean? Hmm, You know, Marv, I'm going to leave that one for the professor. It's Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster.
Professor, so, yeah, what did Paul mean when he said he hoped they'd cut off... Ah, everything that marked them as men, that bit, huh? Yeah, that bit. Okay, then we know what circumcision is, right? It's cutting off the little bit of skin on the end of the boy's winky pops. Well, yeah, sure. Okay, well, you see, Paul is so cross with these guys who are telling the people to get circumcised, he says, I hope they don't just cut off the bit of skin... I hope they cut the whole thing off. <laughs> oh, what, Professor? No, that can't be in the Bible. He hopes they cut off their whole dingle-dangle? Yeah, that's what he means. He was very cross with them, huh? Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, thanks, Professor. So, boys and girls, the gospel, the good news about Jesus, it is true and it is precious, and we have to guard it. Now, nobody is asking any of us to get circumcised, probably, but here's a quick test. If I asked you, say, are you going to heaven? Well... If you're a Christian, you'd probably say yes, right? Oh, sure. So then, if I asked you, well, how do you know that you're okay with God? How do you know that you'll get into heaven? Well, if you think, hmm, it's because I go to church and Sunday school every week. Or if you think, it's because I read my Bible every day. Or maybe because I tell other people about Jesus. Or someone might think, it's because I put money into the church offering every week. Or I help out with all this stuff at church. You see, if you were to say any of that... Well, then you're falling into the very same trap the Galatians did. You're thinking, I'm right with God because of the stuff that I do. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean. See, the only right answer to that question of how do you know you're going to heaven is Jesus. It's because I know I've trusted in Jesus who paid for my sins on the cross. That's the only way that we are saved. Oh, gotcha, Dave. So, boys and girls, yes, we can certainly do things to please God, but we can't do anything that makes us more saved. So yes, let's thank God that the work is completely done by Jesus. We don't have to add even one tiny thing to know that our place in heaven is secure. Yeah, it's another hooray, Dave, huh? Yeah, it sure is, Marvin. So we'll leave it there for today, and well, we'll be back tomorrow to finish up week five. Okay, great. Yeah, bye, boys and girls. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.